Michael, did you join in on that one? Good, cool. So, hello everyone. Welcome to the Black Mind Games podcast, episode 385, I think it is. Three yes, th something. 385. Yep. 385 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. So many episodes. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of content. Uh, so much content. Be beautiful yeah. amounts of content. Yes, 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 yes. People could go through and animate that stuff. It would be <laughs> wonderful. Um, joining me this week uh, is Josh. Hello, Josh. How are you this week? I am uh, wonderful. Um, I, you know, it's you know weird. I could... Slowly eating some Popeye um, poutine. Cajun. It's, I, it's delicious. I, I, I could have sworn you were at my house. Not like two hours ago. It's like I was now playing Hi-Fi Rush or something. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Somebody who wasn't at my house, though, I can almost guarantee that, was Alan. Alan was out uh, buying Battletech Kickstarters and I did doing that last night. Uh, you did uh, that last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bought the same level as me. Wouldn't be um, surprised. Uh, I might be bumping it up to the 500 later later in the Kickstarter, depending upon what's going on. Mr. Um, Mr. I have to overdo everything. Well, it's not going to be coming for at least a year, so I'm kind of like, eh, depending eh. on what's going on. Um, see, see, you should have done what I did, but, which is immediately buy $275 and then go, you know, uh, no, no, let's be no, no, a little no, no, bit you, stupid. No, 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 you don't understand. As of right now, oh, where is it? I've got it open here. We'll discuss this in the thing, but uh, as of right now, you are getting way uh, right now. You are getting way more than what you're what you're valued at right now. Um, yeah. But let's beside beside the point. Let's move on to the the fourth cast member who's showing us uh, the fir first guest of the day. The, the only first, guest of the day. The first special guest in a long time. He's new. He's green. And he's very very That's mean. That's not true. <laughs> well. Michael is joining us. Uh, my friend Michael, who I've went to high school with, I believe, in junior high, knows a lot about video games. Mutual friend of Keith, Keith, who's been on the show before. Thank you very much for having. Thank you Michael's very much for having us. me on, Jeff. I appreciate the invite. Yes, this was this was a long time coming. I've been trying to get this working for years and for, well, not years, months. There, this all started because I was like, we're playing Halo 4, God help us. And I was like, Michael's like ranting about this game. I'm like, man, Michael should be on the podcast. That would probably be a pretty good episode if Michael was on the podcast. Well, I appreciate that you thought so. I can't remember what, what I was ranting about Halo 4. Uh, it was You were saying how bad it was, and then you started talking about Doom Eternal and how it, it upset you. And apparently, I'm the only person outside of the Doom subreddit that actually likes Doom I, Eternal. I, 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 do you want me to clarify yeah. my feelings, or is that how we want to begin? You're you're the you're the host. You direct things. Oh no, we we me and Jeff had a long and developed conversation. To be fair, Alan's right, and I say that I like that game because I find it fun in a sadistic you, you sense. Know, you can't you can't get around that, like. We can't escape the subjectivity. If you had fun, yeah. you had fun. Who, whatever. Yeah. If you had fun, then you know, power to you. But uh, I actually like uh, 
sat down and was just like, yeah, no, this is the reason why this game is poorly designed because they based everything off of a, of a speed run guy pushing the pushing Doom 2016 to his absolute uh, extreme and saying that's the gameplay we want for Doom Eternal. <laughs> really? Oh and my! And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they like they actually came out. It's the reason why who guy who did that said he's never speed running Doom Eternal. <laughs> Well, that and they also broke Doom Eternal's speedrunning records in, like, what, a day? The glitch, the glitch hacks for Doom Eternal are bonkers. Because of Logitech mice versus regular mice. So if you speedrun Doom Eternal glitched, you're pretty much guaranteed to not be in the top 100. Oh my gosh. Yes, that game was broken like within days, in more ways than one. Uh, but not talking about Doom Eternal. Um, we got we got some announcements this week. We got some stuff. Some stuff got announced. Counter Strike Two got announced. A couple things Poison. got uh, a couple of things happened this week. Like um, um, Alan Primark did not. Primark did not get revived. No, I knew that, I knew that was wasn't coming though. Somebody as, else's favorite at, Primark got at, revived. As, as, as no, he didn't get revived. He got woken up. Um, yes. As I had to point out to somebody in another chat, like my my Primark's not coming for at least another decade, if I'm lucky. Here, here's um, a good question. But uh, all right, what's the question? Come on. So, are we gonna have an, a new edition every two years? Uh, uh no. It, all right. So you wonder how editions used to work back before. Yeah. Technically, eighth. Eighth was a short edition. Um, we thought that eighth was just going to be the only short edition. But nine's only been out for I think two and a half years now. Yeah. So that's a bit concerning. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh God, when did ninth come out? I'm trying to remember now. Let me look it up. I don't remember. Either way, um, normally it used to be every roughly every five years, like third edition, and then it was five years fit, uh, fourth, five years fifth, five, uh, five years sixth, and then seventh came out in 2011, 2012. And a lot of people consider seventh, I think, the premier edition, although it had a lot of wonky mechanics attached to it, which made it bad, like formations, which gave you just like units for free which effectively broke the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've already like they're this new edition that's coming out with uh, Warhammer 40k is 10th edition. And I've already seen some of the announcements related to fourth uh, 10th edition that are uh, a little disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Um, like they make me raise an eyebrow because they've said, oh yeah, codexes are coming out straight away. You're not getting codexes. Um, so don't worry about that. To which my response is, um, Age of Sigmar did that, and it nearly killed it. It actually effectively killed it, like, on yeah. launch. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, uh, last time you did this, this didn't go well, so perhaps you shouldn't do it. Uh, Ninth but... edition was released 2020. Was it 2020? Yes. So three years, roughly. Holy yeah. shit, that's the short edition. So, 8th edition was also released in 2017, so they're on a three-year cycle right now, it looks like. Oh, God, that's so short. I thought tw- I thought short. I thought 8th edition came out in 2016. Uh, Might have come out early 2017. Uh, April 22nd, 2017, so yes. Oh, that's weird. It was announced June 3rd was 
pre-orders, and then June 17th was the release date. Uh, either, either way, um, so they're now on a three-year cycle. Jesus Christ, that's short. Mm-hmm. Um, which means nothing can settle, nothing can actually like be... Oh my god, I actually don't like that at all. But that's beside the point. We'll wait and see what's going to happen with 10th. I'm not exactly looking forward to it, because like even though I played a little bit of 9th, I didn't. I wasn't really fond of the mechanics of the system at this point. Um, but their big announcement that came out of this was uh, Lionel Johnson got it reannounced. Yes, if only there was a Blood Dark Angels fan here. Well, uh, he's autistic and you're autistic, so no wonder you guys get along. Um, Wait, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Uh, you know exactly just, what that fucking means. Pretty... Are you saying that I'm <laughs> I'm stupid? Not, you're just saying you're no, autistic. No, I'm that's autistic. That's a pretty straightforward, like, insult, I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> like, insult. You're yeah, welcome. So Thank is... you, buddy. Oh, I like Michael. <laughs> He's like Rory. <laughs> Um, no, it's as I posted it in a, in a, in a discord where I was talking about, it, it's like, man, the most autistic primark they had to release and right before the most, the, the most autistic edition as well. Um, oh my God. I love the model. I, I really do. Except for a couple small things. The sword looks weird, but again, it might be the way they painted. I hate, I'm not sure about the face, but, but again, that might be the way it's painted. I'm not a fan of the backpack because fuck all those wing filigrees. Um, that should just be more plain. Like Lionel Johnson's old armor. If you see his Horus Heresy stuff, I don't get it. Horus Heresy. Have they even? Have they? Do they have the um, model on the website yet? Uh, not that I know of. See, because like, uh oh, oh, Josh is dead. Uh, give it a moment. Josh will be back. Don't worry. Just keep his, going. His power flickered, probably. Um, but that's what the that's what Lionel Johnson looks like. In 30k, and I actually kind of prefer that one because he looks a little bit more majestic. Um, I am happy that we've got old grizzled man, but you can tell, like, just by looking at him, he's not superly over ornate, he's very clean lines and clean design. Um, it's the reason why the backpack filigree doesn't like click with me very well. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I like. Okay, here's the thing. If I was to buy like a, a model, I'd probably buy the Forge World, honestly. Well, the Forge World's going to be different from the one that you've got in uh, 40k. Yeah. Because the Forge World one has him at, either with his... Um, oh, what does it come with? Either the... Oh, it should be here. It should say what it it's is. Just, it's either he's helmeted or not. And no, he's also got a, he's also got his chainsaw, which he gets after his uh, the uh, the wolf's blade is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, which in Horus Heresy happens because he does something that Gilliman is just like absolutely appalled about, and so he just fucking takes Lehman Russ's sword and breaks it over his knee, and that's what Cy- uh, uh, Cypher's been carrying around on his back for millennia. Um, hmm. It's the wolf blade or the eagle blade. I can't remember. Um, but a lot of like, I really do like the look most of the design. Um, I'm not exactly a fan of the shield now that I found out what the potential like reference to that is. Um, it might be the emperor's targe. And if you don't know what a targe is, you know what like knights have for like when they're jousting, they have that big shield on their like left or right shoulder, depending upon which sides they're like the side that's not holding the lance. Mm-hmm. That's targe. Um, and the emperor had a targe on his design as well. And it's the exact same look as the one that shield he has in 40K. And I'm just like, hmm, that either implies that Lionel Johnson's small or that 
the emperor is way bigger than we thought um which i don't like either implication um uh, but it could be just an aesthetic look um i am okay with the idea of the emperor having like like the the every each of the returning primarchs having something of the emperor to like connect him back to his dynasty and stuff like that okay so i got a picture that i actually kind of like and you're gonna like it in chat there yeah i am because i want your opinion on this because the reason why i like dark angels is because like they're they're the most monk like of the 40k space marines in no, terms not. of okay well not actually but in you terms want, of their all right i'll tell you where their aesthetic comes from yeah they're not the teutonic knights like everybody keeps thinking they are they have reference to it but what they are is the secretive knightly orders Yes. So the that's... Templars, the Teutonics, the Hospitallers, the Knights of Santiago, the Knight of Saint Crispus, the Knight, uh, the Knights of, oh my God, ah, oh, whatever. Um, but like, what, what? They're... That's the reason why, I like, all the uh, they have their winged helmets. Mm -hmm. So that's the Templ, uh, the Teutonic Knight reference. The reason why they've got their like sewn in cloaks. That's why they're like the Teutonic Knights and stuff like that. But yeah. they're the Catholic secrets. Like the things that the Catholic Church has kept as secrets. That's the entire idea. Like they use forbidden technology, but they keep it a secret. They they have a an order of fallen knights, so it's a hush hush. Anybody who finds out about it disappears. They are the secret like the order. Whereas my boy one of my boys, the, the Black Templars, are the monk knights. They are they are They are the, literally the monk knights. Yeah, they are actually the Teutonic Knights proper. Um and the Hospitallers proper, because that's actually where their information comes from. Whereas the yeah. uh, Lionel Johnson comes more from the Knights of Santiago, Knights Templar, and the Papal Guards, believe it or not. Yeah. I will say this, though. I agree with you that the face looks really bad when it's – but when it's covered with that hood, it looks – When it's covered with the hood, it's great. Um, yeah, it looks great. My problem actually isn't the fact that the face doesn't look good. I think the face looks great. He looks like Tywin Lannister. Yeah. Um, but the problem I have with it mainly is that his hair is so bright, it does it looks like it's stretched skin, and yeah. it's supposed to be him as an older man. So like I figured they would have like darkened the hair a little bit and put streaks of gray in it. So whatever. I I actually think that like if if because I kind of want to get this model and just paint it up because like even though he's not one of my favorite Primarchs, because he's not. He's like bottom bottom. 10 uh bottom 20 or something like he's in the lower lower numbers mm -hmm. um mainly be just because of the way they wrote him in horace heresy i'm not a super fan of it but that's beside the point um but with the way they painted him here i just i'd rather they didn't go with such like bright hair i wish it would have been a little bit darker but that's me the helmets look great. Uh, the hooded helmet, which is the one I would go with if I'm going with the helmet one. Uh, also, I would probably put on a Mortarian model because uh, I would just put hoses onto that and make it look like it's got a rebreather built into it. And uh, that would look like Mortarian wearing a helmet. Mm -hmm. Sounds uh, about right. I think overall, I'm okay with the design. It looks good. Um, we all knew it was coming. We knew this like... To, uh, back in 8th edition when they did the Dark Angels explicit codex. Wasn't this like rumored and stuff like that? For, yeah, this was rumored for years. Yes, this is like, well, it's the same thing happened with Gilliman. Gilliman, yeah, no. they started rumoring that back in 5th edition. Ooh. Yeah, like they usually lay, lay out these uh, bed, uh, breadcrumbs a little bit uh, fairly early on. Um, Lionel Johnson, we all knew were coming back like the moment that inf information came out, 
we were all like, and he's the next primer coming back. Yeah, um, well, but wasn't, it, wasn't the information basically like they were saying, oh, yeah, all of his wounds are healed? No. I thought uh, that was the No. The, the old – okay, you're mistaking that for Gilliman's. Gilliman mm. in the 5th edition codex started to have mentioned that his wounds were healing while in stasis, which is not a thing that should happen. Like, you're in stasis. You don't get to heal. Yeah. You're suspended out of time and uh, time and space. It doesn't matter. Um, well, you're suspended out of time. You're not out of space. Um, then you have um, Lionel Johnson, which everybody just assumed that he got sucked into the warp. But then they put then they put into the uh, I think in seventh edition they may mention that he's actually at the center of the rock. So and only mm. like uh, Asriel, Asriel could find uh, like the chapter master could only go see him and witness and trying to like find like ways to like help him escape while also interrogating Luther, um, who was also at the center of the rock but in the chamber and he was always like trying to be forced confessed. And then in eighth edition with the uh, the Angels Codex that came out they revealed that Lionel Johnson's gone and so is Luther. And so everybody's like, oh, so he's the next primer. We expected him actually, like, um, back at the start of ninth, that he was going to get released fairly early on. But then they decided to do um, the not squats, and we don't talk about them. And um, the they disappointment decided, like, faction that everyone thought was an April Fool's joke. Well, and then it wasn't. That 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 that's beside the point. Um, you then have uh, like. Angron got released, but we all knew Angron was also coming out because in 8th edition, the start of 8th edition, they like straight up told us, like, he's back on Armageddon fighting a war. He showed up on Armageddon again, and he started fighting a war there again. So we all knew that was coming. We didn't, we actually expected him back in 8th, but that got pushed back. Um, We're now, now the list of next Primarchs are the Khan, Korax, Fulgrim. It's one of those three is going to be the next. And then after that, we think Vulcan. And then after that, it could be anyone. So, um, the, re- so the reason why it's those four in those specific order and that that grouping is because we know Fulgrim has already been in the material plane because he was fucking around with Gilliman in multiple times, multiple times in the in the re- in like recent stories. Like he literally showed up on a world that was parading, and like celebrating it, like what Gilliman thought was his return. But it actually turned out that Fulgrim had corrupted the world, and like he was giving him a false celebration and stuff like that just to taunt him. Um, we know he's been seen in a couple other sectors, but he's been very quiet in the past couple, the uh, couple books. And we also know that the Emperor's children need their own codex here soon because noise marines and sonic weapons and all that fun jazz. Um, then Khan. Is also the next co- uh, next potential co- uh, candidate comeback because in the more recent White Scars novels for 40k, um, they've had White Scar chapters going into the webway to find him, and that's the, like the, that's like the plot synopsis of the Last Hunt, where they go into the webway to find the, the to find. Um, yeah, go ahead, Josh. Sorry, I'm I'm talking a lot. Yeah. To find Jagatai Khan. Um, and then Korax, the other one is because we actually got a story from him from the 35th millennium where he's become very much like infused with the warp and he's become a monster like he's like he sprouts he has wings he has like actual like bird-like features on his face he's become a warp entity as a result and he's hunting Lorgar in the last like story that he's in and like Lorgar is genuinely terrified of that fact it's the reason why like the uh the Blark and Sun meme of like he's in the walls he's in the goddamn walls where it's yeah, Lorgar so it's Lorgar and Korax 
in a in a building that's actually like a one for one creation of what happens in that story like Lorgar is just terrified about Korax um and then Vulcan because Vulcan might have been the one who saved Creed on Cadia but we're not sure because he has like the way it's described is he had baroque armor and like a uh, scale plating cloak and the only other Primarch outside of those four that could potentially return is Lehman Russ. But I don't think Lehman Russ is coming. Um, if he does, um, I'll be pleasantly supply, uh, surprised because he's a Primarch that has to get two forms. Um, primarily because, see, the Wolfen actually confirmed that like they were being led by like the Great Wolfen in the warp. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um... What else do we have to talk about this week? I mean, the Battletech Kickstarter happened. Uh, well, we're, I, we're, I want to hold off on my my topics for a little bit. Your topics? Yeah, <laughs> okay, the, the, these were my topics. You already put yours two down. Uh, well, we could talk about Counter-Strike and the latest Counter-Strike announcement. I, all right. You, Mike, you have a... go, no, you, you know what? Start this off. Let, uh, we'll get... Like Mike, 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 do you have any topics or anything like that you want to talk about? Any games yeah, or anything like that? Ask, does it have to be games or something I want to like touch hey. on? No, you could talk about philosophy. You could talk about politics. You could talk, talk about video games. You can talk about movies. You can talk about like anything yeah. you want. Uh, about music? Sure, you know that that's a close enough segue. I okay. Uh, do you guys? Do any of you use Instagram? Oh, yeah. God, so by chance, do any of you follow Kanye West? Mr. Yay. Oh. Oh, fucking. Oh, God. We're going to talk about Dude, that, that shit. That, I I'm woke back. up this morning and I, <laughs> and I, of course, grabbed my phone and just lazy scrolling in bed. And that's the first thing I saw. Motherfucking 21 Jump Street is the healer of the nation. <laughs> it healed Kanye West's anti Semitism. So, subtly, subtly not I racist. I, I read that. Wait. <laughs> So I have I to know what? more info. I have to know more info because I read this too. I thought it was just some one-off joke on Twitter, but it turned yeah, it's a let thing. Let me say, let me find the post in question. I I can read off his words verbatim uh, if it hasn't been deleted already, which is possible. I I I've read that a legit the first. The, well, that was also something I read first thing this morning too. I ironically, it. I got it here. Um, but I was sitting there looking at that. I was like. <laughs> It made me laugh. I, I, I don't know if he was being a meme or if he like he was just like, oh yeah, I'm no longer racist. That I was just is like, he, is he on his meds again? Do we know? Uh, well, let me read it first, and then we can try and dissect it a bit. Kanye West, uh, watching Jonah Hill and Twenty One Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. Oh, man. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? So he needs he really needs to up that his meds. Might be in order. Yes. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I. Well, all right. So I gotta, I gotta be laugh because I actually know somebody who's like in the in the pharmaceutical business, and like he like talked to me about like what meds he was on. He's like, yeah, no, when you go off, you go fucking crazy when you go oh. off those meds, and like, and I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, 
no, like, if you're not on those meds and you've been on those meds for a long time, you go fucking crazy. You are so dependent on those meds to function at that point that you going off, like, golden cold turkey on it is a bad life but choice. Do you, know, do you know what meds he uh, was on, so, for instance? I don't remember at this point. Mm. It's very, very interesting and very distressing, to the idea that, you know, the consequences of missing... Just a, even even having a small lapse in his uh, medication schedule could have such disastrous consequences, both to his reputation, to his own personal finances. Like, I don't know if I don't know if anybody who's lost more money in a shorter amount of time, at least in terms of like deals, than Kanye West. That was. That was something. Well, I, holy smokes! You know what made it even funner? You know what makes it even funner to me is when I when I was listening to this thing happening, and we we're all in class, we're all making jokes, we're all having fun. But I like kind of like quietly popped. It's like you know, I don't think like them cutting all his ties to banks and all his deals and stuff like that for like kind of like raising a question. Is it gonna stop him from not being racist? And they're like, well, what do you say? He's like, oh man, oh man, it's weird that the Jews own all these things, and then suddenly. Everything about him, just like it's not even a, like a, like it's an, an innocuous question. You can extrude it to be like something like that, but you kind of like sit there like, well, it is kind of weird. And then, uh, then to justify like the response of "go fuck yourself," Kanye, you literally make him a nobody overnight, take all his money, lock all his potential deals, and I'm just like, you know, that that doesn't like bode well to like not make Anyone? him like. To, like regardless like not even just kanye like could you imagine being like yeah no i think the jews control the world oh man that's pretty anti-semitic and then you immediately cut him out of the world it's, it's a little weird i don't think that yeah, solves you, the problem you, you I, think right there, ahead, I, I think there was a comedian who was jewish who said man who made a comment very similar to that he goes man it was really weird watching kanye west just get destroyed and removed from the planet earth and like that was apparently okay, and it got to the point where like he he was like basically like saying like, yeah, we should probably kind of pull pull back a bit, you know, just pull pull back a bit, pull back a bit. I I got I got to laugh like because like literally around recently just like a couple days ago, I I was watching uh just a bit of a meme TikTok that came up on like the uh, no no it wasn't a meme it wasn't a TikTok it was just like a little recording of her she's a girl and she's just sitting there she's like I got turned down from art school and she's sitting there looking all sad and then it card cuts where she's got her eyes wide open and just like sudden realization and her hand over her mouth in <laughs> shock and all the next line says is uh, uh, I'm Austrian and it's the music cuts. In, and that's uh, like the Homelander yeah. music, and it's just like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> kick out of art school. Never know what's gonna happen. Don't ever uh, kick anyone out but, of art school. Yeah, the yeast of like, I don't know if it's a meme, if it's like actual truth. I don't know what's going on anymore with that. Nor do I really care because, like, I like Kanye's music. Well, I like some of Kanye's music, but I don't like a lot of it. It's like Eminem. Eminem hasn't been good since two thousand five. <laughs> Anyone who says otherwise, else. anyone who else says otherwise doesn't understand like what made Eminem good. You stabbed my heart. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, his new stuff is different. No, it, like again, from 2005 onward, he hasn't been good. I yeah, like if you compare his 2005 stuff to his new stuff, yeah, that statement stands. 
But like, if you listen to like modern day rap, you're probably going to be like, oh. No, I've listened to modern day rap. Well, rap, all, all rap has been terrible except for like a couple like gems in the in the in the bunch. Like I, I think that Machine Gun Kelly is this blight upon this world, and I was very happy to watch Eminem just destroy this poor innocent man. Did what? I say poor innocent sin? I meant I was very happy watching Eminem destroy this piece of yeah, shit. He's not man. poor. He's not innocent. He's just a guy. Not uh, too much. It, it, uh, so I, I got to talk to you a little bit of a bit of a laugh about something that happened uh, like last week. Um, mm. A couple of weeks ago, the cartels did a thing um, down in Mexico where they were starting to shoot at people. They were like getting in a big fight and all that stuff, and they killed a couple Americans. And uh, then the American, uh, not the CIA, uh, not the FBI, like the actual like f- like foreign uh, foreign affairs ministry, kind of like ever so gently touched the saber on their hip, and within a day of that announcement of them saying like, yeah, no, if you guys don't get this sorted out, we're sending in the military. Uh, five criminals were show- uh, like shown up at a police station, arms bound, gagged, face down on the ground with like. Pro, like these, these are the five guys who did it. These are the guys who killed these Americans. We are so sorry. And then they fucked off. Um, to which it kind of makes me a little bit smile and laugh that America still has that. Like that America only has to touch the saber to make everybody kind of like jump in line. Um, still, still the global hegemon. I don't know for how much longer with with what's going on with China and Russia. I don't know anymore. But hey, fun times. I got a bit of a laugh at that. Shit, man. Um. <sighs> so, anyways, Kanye West went crazy. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if he went crazy. I don't. I. I don't know what's going on with him anymore. My my take on the situation is like. So you you were talking about how. So he makes a claim uh, like uh, to something to the effect of the world is being run by this Jewish cabal and they fucked me over personally. Um, don't trust the don't trust the Jews or they're, they're sneaky or crafty or whatever. And then so. Let's, let's admit right up right front, I think that's that's a delusional statement. I think there are shady people who run the world. That is It's possible that some of the people, these shady people who run the world, also happen to be Jewish, but being Jewish is completely incidental to, or subordinate to the reality of... It's, it's an incidental yeah, it's an result. incidental result of the fact that they just run the world. Like you, The evil people who run the world come in all sorts of shapes, sizes, and colors. Uh, Let's let's make no bones about it. But anyway, so he has his claim that, okay, Mm -hmm. there's a Jewish cabal, a conspiracy running the world, running Hollywood in particular. um, And then in response to that, in retaliation, everybody says, yeah, no, fuck you, you're crazy. And then Adidas, in a historically unprecedented move, uh, drops Kanye and loses, like, what, on on something upwards of, like, a ten a, a, a deal worth ten billion dollars or something like that, some ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of money, which no company has ever done before, mind you. It's it's a, it is unprecedented. So they go out and respond in this way, kind of as a as a uh, as a way of punishing Kanye for his beliefs. Him being a possibly paranoid and maybe delusional, delusional. Per- person who's suffering perhaps possibly i don't know for sure but possibly from some kind of mental episode um Mm -hmm. they they do this thing to punish him 
that the only possible effect that could really have is to more or less fortify him in his beliefs, to have him dig himself even further in, because now, at least in his mind, the Jewish conspiracy has uh, it's, it's been, been proven. proven, and it's now actively proving his points to him through uh, its retaliation. Um, so the facts, so it's, it's, it's like it's a complicated situation. It's a complicated situation. What was the proper way? What's it's the proper be way weird. to respond to something like that? How do you treat an individual like Kanye who holds these beliefs? I did hear, I did hear someone talk about it. Someone that was trying to kind of interpret the situation in a good faith way, let's say, um, because he went on that. He went on uh, what the fuck was it? Um, Alex Jones, right? Tim Cast. He went on Alex. Well, he went on Tim Cast, and then he went on and, Alex Jones. Well, he walked Tim, off. He walked off Tim Cast. Tim right. Cast. Yeah. And then Alex Jones was the most. That was the one that. That was fair? the really well, weird one where he's like, "I I like Hitler," and, and he, Alex like, Jones. Yo, even Alex. Even Alex Jones. He was like, like the voice yo, of reason. Because. <laughs> which yeah, should exactly. never be the case. Which is. Which is like, which is like a red flag because like, like Alex Jones, that's his persona when he's on stage. Mostly there, there are, there are sometimes where it slips a little bit into real life. Um, but, um, like at the same time, like you could tell during that, that entire conversation, he was like, Fuck. he was trying to do damage control. Right. So on, in regards to that specific moment, that's kind of what I wanted to, to edge towards is so in, in, in that podcast, Kanye said, and I think I'm really roughly par- paraphrasing, like, I love Hitler or something like that, right? Or Hitler wasn't a bad guy. He said something along the lines of, uh, and this is according to Kanye, he said, I like everyone. Yeah. And Kanye West then followed it up with even Hitler. Yeah, so so again, the, the good faith interpretation that I kind of had from that is that it's worth putting into context that this is not following terribly far into his uh, radical conversion to, um, like, uh, not white, white supremacy, supremacy, but, like, Eastern Bible Belt, like, uh, evangelical Christianity. Um, this is not terribly long after his foray into that. He made, he made a gospel album, like, what, four years ago? Something like that? Not terribly far back in his career. It was well-received, but... The good, anyways, the good faith interpretation that I heard of that particular instance is that what he was saying in a bad and awkward way is that, uh, in a similar manner to how true Christ-like agape love would um, look upon all people, even and especially the worst, with love, that was a similar kind of evocation that Kanye was trying to make. That he was trying to say. I like how you brought up. I like how you brought up agape because actually I know what you. I know exactly. Just what you're unconditional, about that. right? Uh, that... Yeah, no, no, no. That, that that's what I mean. Like, well, that because uh, I know where that's from. That's the uh, one of the Greek four Greek words for love, uh, mm-hmm. up there with um, philia, uh, eros, agape, uh, agape, and then I can't remember what the other one. The last one because it's a it's the familial love because you have philia, which is your close bond. You have eros, which is your romantic love and sexual love. You have agape, which is your unconditional, like God, like a good example, the love God of God. Humanity, yeah. And then, I, then you have, yeah, I just can't remember what the last one is. I'm, I'm gonna, because like, there's a really good YouTube series actually. I could just go look that up actually. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, you, you mm-hmm. get, you get the point. Is that Kanye was more or less 
the, the good faith interpretation is that he was kind of trying to channel that idea and apply it to even the most vile figure and one of the most vile figures in history, that being Adolf Hitler, and saying, I, I, love, I, I love Hitler, not saying I love his anti-Semitism per se, but I love him as an individual, an individual with flaws, granted, but still a human being that if Christ, if Christ could love me, maybe I should love him too. Something like there we that. Go. What do we got in the discord? Let me find it. There we go. The four, the four words, uh, Storgi, Philia, Eros, and Agape. And this is actually like the, the series I'm actually going to be referencing. Cause, like, okay, it's actually it really good. Um, and I know, Mike? I know exactly what you mean. Cause like where it's like, it, it's an unconditional love, which is what yeah, so, that love is. But, uh, Kanye um, basically tried to express that kind of, what would you say object lesson or understanding, understanding in like the worst way possible and on one of the weirdest platforms but still one of the most widely publicized platforms of all time and it only regardless yeah, of what w- people regardless think regardless of what what he intended and how people received it the result was obviously disastrous yes but but anyways back to the um, like to the core thing of this post in particular does does, what the fuck happened? Does a simple apology in the form of, yeah, I watched 21 Jump Street, Jonah Hill, that Jew's okay. I don't hate the Jews anymore. Does that apology <laughs> fly? Do we accept that as a public? No. What, 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 no. what, what uh, apology uh, would uh, we accept? Uh, that, that's the, maybe a question I should ask. Uh, I, mean, I, I think I know the apology I want to hear. Is what's the like, apology you want to hear? I am starting to take my meds. <laughs> no. That, <laughs> That's never going to happen. I don't know if that would solve it either. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) If he would Uh, just publicly say, I'm starting to take my meds and he's doing it, I'd be like, all right. He seems like he's trying to be on the path of righteousness to some degree. That that would at least maybe suggest if if he admitted that he was indeed taking meds or had been on some kind of medication regimen, went off the regimen at some point, and then formally declared his going back on it, that would at least maybe be a pathway to accepting some kind of responsibility for all the uh, ill will that this whole incident has. Yeah, that would be a start. But at the same time, like I, I'm, I'm in a bit of a, like kind of a weird situation with this. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm, I, I kind of just, I, I also just shrug my shoulders. Cause again, I don't really care. Um, but like, Kanye said some things, yeah, dude. And- like even off, even off meds, like even if like you got that excuse, I'd be like, I don't know if that's gonna like just clear the boat with just yeah, I'm back on my meds. I don't know if that's just gonna clear. It's gonna no. we're gonna have to wait and yeah, see. That, that's because some of the things he said, you could you can maybe phrase it like this: is he did make a a formal and whether you agree with the premises or not, he did make a like a a quote-unquote rational argument something that couldn't just come from someone who is completely delusional and incapable of stringing a sentence together he clearly put some kind of thought some kind of intent and meaning behind the words that he was saying and simply saying ah he was just in a mental episode might not be enough to like it would just it would dismiss him it would dismiss a responsibility to validate that that he would have to take uh, yeah. properly for the arguments that he made for the ideas that he propagated. I think that the the path to redemption for Kanye West starts with him saying that he's taking his meds. The second thing that starts is 
not saying anything and putting your life together, removing yourself from Nick Fuentes. Who the fuck is Nick number Fuentes? Number one. No, no, we're no, not. No, we're not God. talking about that guy. No, we're not. No, no, we're not going down the rabbit hole. We're that gonna, is. We're going to move on to next topic. Josh. Yes. You had to get up and go to the washroom before, what, I right, before I fin- right before I finished my rant um, or my, my talk. Um, what, uh, right before what, games, Alan. What, what, did, what did you games did you play this week? Uh, I did play more Hi-Fi Rush finally, but I still like not done to, yet. Not done yet, because so far the, the furthest I've gone is at Jeff's house. So Josh has played. Okay, Mike, have you played I've Hyper? Heard of it. I was gonna say, um, my my favorite uh, what the fuck? my favorite game reviewer, game journalist, whatever the fuck term you want to use, uh, is uh, Zero Punctuation Yahtzee Croshaw. He praised that game very highly. Said it was a very innovative, very. I've watched, I've watched three playthroughs. Alan's never actually played it. I played it and I finished the game. I, I want to play it. I, I just don't have the time right now. It's. it's- Really good. It's, it's like a, a rhythm action, game. right? It's a fa- yes, it is a rhythm it's action. Fantastic. The premise is, is a guy gets an iPod stuck in his chest, and <laughs> then he gets, gets musical. A guy gets an iPod stuck in his chest and has to stop an evil corporation from taking over the world. I, yeah. it's such a dumb premise too. You're like, what the fuck is this shit? It's so. And then you're going along through it. You're like, no, nah, I'm having fun. I don't. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so dumb. It's it's good, and then you get it. It just keeps ratcheting up the d- insanity as the game goes. Um, so Josh is now at, uh, personally, my second favorite boss fight. Um, because which, this boss fight. Which boss fight? Uh, Corsica. Oh, okay. He's on Corsica's stage. And then he's going to face off against, I believe it's Cos Corsica, then uh, Music Girl, who is my first favorite boss fight. And then you have... Uh, finance and all of that stuff. So we're not going to get into that. But Josh has gotten to my second favorite boss fight. And Josh, what's your opinion so far of the game? Uh, it's very good. Um, I used to be good with rhythm games. Now I'm starting to realize I... Uh, you're an old this, man? Well, not necessarily old man, just that I'm very good at like ddr-esque things where i can see the buttons coming down i can visually see that i have to hit it in times and then sound wise like oh it's great to have that sound to go with it but i'm a kind of a visual guy that needs a visual you know chart in order to see what uh hit the uh the, the stuff coming down at the right times this game is so action oriented where you know okay it does everything it can like a game literally throws so much at you of trying to help you of getting this timing down but once you start doing like uh the parrying system it starts throwing at me and i have yep. to do like seven or eight parries in a row and it's like for fuck's sake these rhythms are just kind of not sensical or easy they're just kind of like they are actually okay josh i'll put it like this you're looking at them as though you expect the rhythm beat of the counters to be on beat and they are actually all on beat yeah they are Um, uh the thing is is that what you are getting is musical notes related to the song that is playing in the background okay so like some like there's a good example like when you get to uh when you're fighting corsica her like her like attacks are actually like 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 when you have the dodge and the parry, you have dodge, parry, and of course, like that stuff. 
um, they're actually like if you pay attention to how the music's playing, they are like on beats with the way that the, like, the bass or the drums are. I can't remember which one it is for that song. Um, the uh, that's the way you got to look at it because you're not paying attention just by one, two, three, four, one, two, I was, three, four. So here's the, you're, you got to remember was, like try all well, the parry of the like what was it the. I think it was the samurai guy and the robotic bird that had the longest they parry. Are, I've actually watched a couple people, and they are the samurai one has two different ones, and yeah. the bird one actually has has two as well, and they're slightly different. One one has a slightly faster beat, and one has a dodge in mm-hmm. the bird, whereas the samurai one has two dodges or one dodge, and as a result, their beats are slightly different. So, like, if you're not paying attention, you won't catch it. So they're hard to learn. Most other ones are just it's just one it's done. Yeah, yeah. And that's the ones I would just point at and go like, okay, I remember even playing Rhythm Heaven. I love the shit out of Rhythm Heaven. But for mm-hmm. but for fuck's sake, when it gets to those seven beat, eight beat, ten beat, okay, repeat after me thing, I just usually just fucking fail at them every fucking time until I just memorize the fuck out of it. Because yeah. I just cannot follow a repeat after me because I'll always be off. I always be off. Uh, and also there's some other actually one thing I'm very happy about uh, with the game so far. It hasn't thrown this at, at my face about it, but doing uh, half beats. <laughs> like, again, if there was a visual chart and just just DDR, I could do it. But if it's just you're just let me if you're doing it as the <laughs> repeat after me thing. Nah, that ain't happening, brah. <laughs> that shit ain't happening. No, no, it's not happening. Yeah, like uh, um, what was a good example? Oh, uh, Rhythm Heaven again. Uh, you have to do uh, go on beat. With, there's this clock, and there's cl- uh, <laughs> there's monkeys coming out of the clock, and every second there's monkeys coming out for a high five. And as you're going over to the monkey, you have to hit the A button to get the high five. But there's some monkeys wearing sunglasses, and they're on half beats. For the life of me, could not get the half beats. I can always get on beats. I could not get a half beat. So it's just constantly fumbling over and over until I passed it and said, "This is. I'm not touching this ever again. Screw this." Like, <laughs> like that's what I'm. I'm very happy about the game. It doesn't do bullshit like that. Yeah. Um. um I actually I got a bit of a laugh because while I was watching the playthroughs, um. I watched somebody who did most of the, most of the bosses in one run. Um, they did Corsica in one run. The boss they actually struggled the most with kind of got a bit of a laugh at me because it's also one of the it's also like like actually like pretty like easy boss and all things there is Rekka because the second stage where she starts throwing the pipes at you, he wasn't ready for it. So like he was like, uh, 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 what do I do here? That was Josh. That Josh literally struggled with that stage. Which one? Rekka, wrestler. Oh yes, it's the uh, quality the, assurance. Yeah, like I was trying to dodge and fucking wouldn't. No matter what I did, it was just something like I kept getting <laughs> slammed up the butthole with her, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I know what to do. I'm just not getting it. Hmm. Yeah. But eventually passed it. Yeah. And stuff. It's eventually got good somehow. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> somehow. But like, yeah. anything like, else you played this week, uh, Josh? 
Ah, actually, let me double check my Steam and see if I did actually play anything. Um, Mike, do you have any opinions on Hi-Fi Rush, or do you have any questions about Hi-Fi Rush per se? Um, I haven't played it, so my opinions are all going to just be more or less distillations of what I've heard from others. Uh, rhythm games and action games seem like a natural fit. Um, if you can combine it with some nice aesthetic presentation, uh, seems like a, a good good evolution and break from the usual expectations associated with the gaming industry. Uh, sounds good. All right. All I can say. That's a good idea. Yeah, uh, I would say that the the rhythm aspect of it, it's like, oh, yeah, you think that people would have done this earlier before and they probably would have. But it takes so much effort because everything's on rhythm, like the scenery to how you're punching things to the enemies to how you're running to like everything's on rhythm, like everything. So it's just it's just <laughs> if someone else would have done it, it would probably took forever. Well, yeah, that Well, you hit upon a, a sensitive note is that. There's no existing libraries in any particular engine for for making a game like that. Um, and most, most yeah, AAA no. dev, at least, seems to rely on a lot of pre-concocted uh, elements that they more or less just stitch together with some loose code and, and call it a day. But to actually make something from scratch, to make it with innovation and vision, ooh, that's a risk, man. And this industry is apparently absolutely allergic to taking risks. That's why you, that's why you see so many yeah. so much triple dog shit that comes out. That's just more or less the same. Oh, it's a big open world. Yeah, it's got nice fancy graphics. Uh, you can collect a bunch of shit. You can sneak through tall grass. Uh, watch out for those vision detectors. Also, will barf up a, barf up a bunch of icons on your map. <coughs> Ubisoft. Um, oh yeah, shame about the story and writing though. But you know, enjoy. We paid yeah, an hey, we paid an intern for an hour. You know how much he grinded for an hour? And you just look at the intern and you'll see him just on Reddit for the 45 minutes. And then for the last five minutes, he's like, oh, shit. He goes to IMD. He goes to the, uh, the uh, uh, what was it? The, the robot? Oh, uh, GPT? No, the. Yeah, yeah. He goes to chat GPT and just ask it to, to write out a video game script. And then <laughs> copy, paste, cake. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Honestly, you're probably. <laughs> Have you played Diablo 4? Because that's a striking comment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are we sure we're going to talk about this? Okay, give me up to speed. Pardon me for being so out of the zeitgeist, but Diablo 4 isn't I've, officially I've heard out, something. right? I've no, heard it's... only things in passing. I've heard, and none of them have been good. I've heard that the character creator is fantastic, though. It's great. Um, it's fantastic. It's the best that. part of the game. Uh, but uh, I've heard not a lot else that it's very good. The opening of the game is literally horrible. It's literally... Okay, let me put it like this. You could tell that they put in effort. There was effort put into the opening of the game. But the execution is done so poor that you're kind of like, huh, okay, are you sure? So the opening of the game is you go and clear out this temple. It's a little dungeon that you have to go clear out, okay? And then the town sit, gives you drinks, parties, you have fun, and they poison you. Oh, boy. And then they try to sacrifice you. 
And then you go to the main town, and that's basically it. You meet your main characters. Um, I don't think this game ties into Diablo at all um, so far. I think they have very basic stuff, such as like they have an angel, um, and they have Lilith. Um, but Diablo is dead or imprisoned for all of eternity, um, I believe. I believe the Black Soul Stone is destroyed. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that because I played Reaper Souls a long ass time ago. Um, I don't think Teriel is still around in this game at all. And yeah, so far, it's worst Path of Exile. Worst path, worst path of Exile. I, hmm. Like, if you if you want Path of Exile, just play Path of Exile. You'll have fun. You'll have more fun. You'll probably enjoy yourself more, because the loot system is actually not that good in this game. Um, and the inventory management's not as well done as previous games. It's, if you liked Diablo 3... This is kind of a halfway point between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3, if that makes sense. Where you have a skill tree, it exists, it's there. You can pick your skills, you can assign your skills. It's a little bit more control. You have your health potions on one button, but it's still easy enough to kind of get into. And kind of like how Mike was mentioning earlier, you're kind of thrown into this open world and told to explore. And there's items and events going on on this map and stuff like that. So it's <coughs> it's 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 is fun. What I say, it's yeah. It's it, here's the thing. I like the gameplay. I think the gameplay is great. It's everything around the gameplay that has me worried. Um, I think the game needs to be a little bit more harder. I think that there's some boss fights that are way too easy. Oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, I'm going to post something in the chat after. Don't worry. Yeah, I think that um, if I got this game for free, I wouldn't complain. But there was about an hour long rant about the reasons why I will not be buying this game and not be giving this company my money. Uh, last night on a stream that I might, if I get the audio, I will post in this thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's mediocre. It's six out of 10. It's not as magical as Overwatch was when it first launched. It's not as good as Diablo three where you play Diablo three and you go, Oh, they're doing, Oh, they're doing that. Oh, this is cool. They're doing this. Oh, they're doing the fallen angel thing. Oh, they're doing this. There's all of these little things that they do in Diablo three that are really cool and fan servicey. And it's just not there. It's more, how do I put it? It's better than what they've done recently. If that makes sense. Um, does anyone have any questions about it? I you recommend uh, buying it. All right. So, dang. No. Right. <laughs> so apparently this got released today. So, hey. Uh, oh, and the best part is, is I've been playing a necromancer because I'm like, um, 
really great and I enjoy playing necromancers. That class is super easy because you just spawn skeletons and then you just go running with your skeleton bros. You're frolicking in the fields with Hell your yeah. skeleton bros. Your skeleton bros will do all the damage that you need to do for you. So they're great. Hell yeah. You don't have to do anything. So that's that's been the gameplay so far for me. Um... I will say it's early. Wait for reviews. And um, the reason why I can't recommend purchasing it is because of Blizzard's repeated failures when addressing community concerns, repeated failures when it comes to um, being held accountable or responding to controversy um, and Blizzard's constant failures when it comes to issues and addressing those issues on the publisher side. Uh, and when I say Blizzard, I mean Activision Blizzard in that situation. Um, stuff like the Hong Kong protests um, being a big one. Um, the sexual misconduct allegations at Activision and um, Blizzard mainly caused by the California court, which we don't know is actually true or not. But there's a lot of smoke, smoke and I tend to believe it's more likely real than not. Um, and stuff where, uh, do you have phones controversy? And their response to that was unsatisfactory in many levels. Um, their Warcraft three reforge controversy, which I don't think was ever really addressed. Um, Diablo is one of those only franchises where I think it hasn't been really marred by controversy outside of the real money auction house and well it got it, it got pretty heavily marred by diablo 3 just in general yeah as well as don't you guys have phones yeah that one was pretty bad <laughs> as well as oh what was the other th there was another controversy related to diablo uh, again I... related to diablo 3 funnily enough um but the the uh fucking the uh, the, oh, what's the fucking thing called back when they were trying to keep people from sharing codes DRM. and stuff like that? Fucking DRM. Yep, there you go. Where you need to be constantly online. Oh. That was something else that tarred there. Like D Diablo's been tarred for past little while. Yeah. Um. So like, I hate to break to you. We're gonna probably be dealing. With, they're probably gonna be trying to like fix that issue, and probably not going anywhere with it. Yeah, I think that my personal opinion is. If if you want to purchase this game because you like what Di if you like Diablo Four, that's fine. I don't have any opinion on it, but I'm this game is making me want to play Diablo Two again, and I own Diablo Two. I can literally just mod it and make it better and work in a way that I will actually enjoy it. Um, or I can just play Path of Exile, which is also very tempting for me right now, and. Personally speaking, as a guy who kind of likes those RPGs where it's like, hey, I'm going to go get loot and I really don't care about the story and stuff like that. Um, that's kind of appealing. The other thing, too, is like, wh wh why, why are you doing Diablo 4? Like, as far as we know, Diablo 3 kind of was the peak where literally you have a woman Diablo. They literally made Tyrael into a human there's not a whole lot you can do outside of those things. 
Like, what are you going to do with Diablo 4? Is Tyrael magically going to become an angel? Is Tyrael even going to be in the game? Like, are these characters coming back? Is that a, that's an important question I have. And I don't know. I think that I think that Blizzard's just kind of lost the count. Um, lost the plot is what you were looking for. Lost the count, lost the plot, same thing. Different meanings. Um, no, but I th they are vastly different meanings. But I just think that, like, I don't know. I'm. It's hard for me to stay positive on this game. And then I play it and I'm like, oh, I'm having fun. I should download Path of Exile. And, like, that is literally my thought process right now. It's like, I play the game, I'm like, I should play more Path of Exile. So, that's been my thought process. Um, do we want to talk about something else? Yep, we're no. Give me one second. I should find, I should figure it out. I did play another video game. Well, two, uh -huh. two of them technically. Uh, Steep, uh, the snowboarding video game from Ubisoft. You played it for three minutes. I played it for three minutes. <laughs> Ash boy, I played it longer. I swear. I don't know why it says. It says oh, you played it for three minutes. Okay, I know why. Because uh, I was trying for the for the love of God to get it to run. And the only oh, yeah. way I could is going through the Ubisoft launcher itself. Which is... It, it, was, it was interesting trying to get this thing to fucking run. But I was like, oh, well, got it. But God. Uh, but I did play Steep. And I also did play The Last Spell. Yes. Which is the game of, uh, hey, Earth, the planet is going to shit because magic has completely destroyed everything. So therefore... So have you heard of the last spell? What? Oh, the game? Yeah. Mike, have you heard of last, last spell? spell? No, sir, yes. I have not. Okay, let me send this to you. Yeah, so, like, the plot of the game is basically Earth is completely went to shit because magic is just rampant everywhere. And uh, the because there's so much magic, people can barely live. So that the last ditch effort to try to save uh, humans for at the very least is to seal like completely destroy magic altogether and trying to see, like, I guess, seal it away. And yeah, yeah so this whole game is just a, a war of attrition, trying to make sure the sorcerers can, you know, destroy these seals and get rid of the magic. But you have to make sure that the, the zombos and the monsters coming forward are not going to touch these not going to touch the, the wizards who are trying to stop the magic. Pretty much. And yeah, it's, you know, leveling up your dude, giving them the right weapons, giving them the right uh, spells and, equi and equipment and it's uh, a leveling city up builder, city builder, turn based strategy aesthetics. There's two kind of plans to it. So you have your city builder where you manage your resources, you manage your defenses, you build up your town. Yep. And then the secondary game is you do uh, turn-based strategy against monsters coming through uh, endless hordes from this purple mist. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It's a really good game. It's very positive. It's on PSN, Steam, Nintendo Switch. It's good for the girlfriend, good for the boyfriend, <laughs> good for your partner. <laughs> Good for your space alien partner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, uh, although for that one, it says I played for 2.7 hours, which I think is about right. Although mm -hmm. I still feel like I only scratched the surface of it because I am sure. feels like I got past because I, if I remember correctly, I got past the tutorial and then I start playing the real game and I'm like, oh, wait, there's still more to it. So <laughs> there's a lot more. Uh, actually, there is also what looks like if, even if you lose, there's still like kind of like a persistent leveling up, uh, like outside of the, you know, character grinding portion of it. So it, so if you like lose uh, one of your little mini campaigns or whatever, like, you know, trying to defend a certain town, you I'm pretty sure that like you, there's there's these heavily beings are overlooking everything. And they're also yes. and they're trying to help you as well. And they have permanent buffs that would be so like, you, yeah, you have God and basically Satan and yeah. they're both women, are they which women? is even they're both women. Oh, OK, because I from the, the same one, I, I kind of took it as male. And then the, the God one, I was like, well, you could be anything. <laughs> no, she. So they're both women. OK, interesting. They, and, and the excuse is, is like, I, I don't know if it's randomized or not. So I'm pretty sure. But I'm pretty sure they're both women canonically because you'll be like, why are you taking this farm? And they're like, oh, I picked a farm that I think that you would find pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> And you're I don't like, want to be, be okay. horny for divinity. That's that's not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like 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 yeah no you're 100 percent right. <laughs> Look, the only way you can calm me down is to give me a rock and boner. So just <laughs> that's not even the best part. The best part is the like the demonic one. She's just straight up evil. Oh what? yeah, she's she's Fuck like are we talking about last spell. The last spell. Uh, what? Okay, but, let me send it. Go, go to general. Yeah. Oh, you're you posted. Okay. Yeah. So, so she's just straight up evil because she'll be like, "Oh yes, I'm just going to. You're just going to give me like this demonic essence. No reason why you're giving it to me, but I'll give you shit if you give me demonic essence. And you get demonic essence from murdering things. Yep. So she's just like, you're giving Satan. Demonic essence. So I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the series or the game, it turns out that she's the villain. I, I, you know what? Sure. But I think as the way the game is built, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a more of a, I don't know. Duality. Yeah. Like, because oh, if that was the case, then it's like, well, you can't level that in any way. And that would hinder you immensely. Yes, correct. But like the other thing too is like she like those two are basically sisters. Like they hate each other. Yeah. So uh, Yeah. Uh although I have to I have to go back in my game and see if they're like female or not male or female or male or something, because now I'm like, I remember them not not having that type of personality, but I would have to I have to look into it. Um no, they their writing is very much a gender. Okay. So it's very hard to tell. But if you get far enough down the tree, which I did because I played this game for a, straight, a week straight before my save died, yeah. um, you will basically have gotten to the point where that will basically taunt you and they will show you their forms. Wow. Ben has been playing the shit out of this game. 
Uh, yeah, Ben's the one who introduced us to this game. Oh, <laughs> right. Because I was gonna say I was just looking at the the uh the friends list, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> Ben. Ben has like like not half, but like it has a lot of achievements on already. Uh, Ben, I think has more achievements than I care to count. Hold on. Yeah, he's a. I have more hours than him. Huh. Yeah. But uh, I have unlocked zero achievements because I really don't give a go shit go for achievements. I mean, I no. I still kind of achieve a horror at times, but I think as of like because I'm switching because I'm more into po playing Pokemon Go and shit. I just kind of that slipped into the, the far back of my brain and to till I ignore it until I go back onto console games again yeah. or playing on Steam again. I'm launching it right now just to see. So if everything goes to shit and the episode ends abruptly, that's because I'm an <laughs> idiot. Oh, dear. I don't know why. You, I don't know why you don't do this after the show. Probably should. Um. Uh, well, anything else? Because uh, I want to move on to my next topic because I got I got two more topics left to talk about. Technically three, okay. but one is just something that's uh, hey, Mario Brothers released another trailer. Looks pretty fun. Honestly, it looks like it's going to be a, a fucking blast. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Uh, um, I'm going to go see that movie with my niece, my nephew, and my um, sister. But I was going to see if you want guys wanted to come. So, uh, if you're going with your niece, we're not going with you. Hmm. Um, but the big news for this week for me has been um, <clears throat> uh, BattleTech Kickstarter came up this week, and uh, I was in class on Thursday, legit at nine o'clock. I'm just sitting in class. I flipped open the oh, Kickstarter's up, went to the Kickstarter, literally at nine o'clock, and it had zero dollars on it. I had tabbed out and I came back not two minutes later, and it already had met its goal within two minutes. I was like, all right, <laughs> and then. Uh, when I got home at around uh, 1130, uh, I logged onto my computer and looked at it again. And it was like, oh, hey, look, and it's at uh, it got all its stretch goals of two million dollars in two and a half hours. It's currently sitting at four point five million uh, USD. Yeah, USD. I think that's what it's sitting at right now. This is um, oddly and oddly enough, it came out. I, th I think 40K announced that. 10th edition's coming out, and then the Kickstarter launched, and it was like, huh. That uh, was... Well, no, it's... This was... this. We've known this... We knew the Kickstarter was coming for months, so people were, like, yes. were like preparing for this for a while. We didn't know 10th edition was coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh... It does kind of show like the bit of the contrast right now because I I've seen for people who've talked about tenth edition is the announcement trailer for it, so mm -hmm. I was just like, oh well, okay, who cares? Well, um, you compare this to I'm comparing this between the previous ex Kickstarters from Catalyst Games. They've done. I want to see they've done at least like three kickstarters before where they've created nine nine uh they did Shadowrun, they did leviathans they did centurion and then they did client invasion and then when they did client invasion that kickstarter i don't think made all of its it made about 2.5 million so um. this is at what close to three <laughs> times close to I'm twice a, all right, creative Kickstarters. We have Mercenaries, uh, Shadowrun, 
Leviathan, Centurion, Clan Invasion, and then we have a couple of other games. And we also have, I think, uh, yeah, we have Clan Invasion, which is 2.5. Uh, How much did it get pledged in total? A guy pledged 2.5 million uh, at that time, and now it's at 4.4. Um, yeah. Um, so we're close to like double. Yeah. What? Double. Almost double. Yeah. So. Like. Damn. Um, I'm actually gen- I've been generally excited about this Kickstarter since I've got started seeing some of the information about it, where it's coming with vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, some really interesting mechs. Some of the mechs that I really actually really like, which is like a good example, the um, the javelin, the dervish. I'm getting the Jaeger mech. Um, I am going to be getting the, um, oh, what is it? My, uh, my Grizzly, I'm going to get the Rifleman 2C, I'm going to get the Highlander 2C, I'm going to get the Kraken, which is a mech that can un- unload one ton, one ton of ammunition in a single turn of shooting. Um, I'm going to get, like, the Griff, I'm getting the Griffin 2C, I'm getting the Shadowhawk 2C, uh, I know we're also getting the Phoenix Hawks 2C, but the Phoenix Hawks 2C is kind of like, eh, whatever. See, I'm um, trying to, I want to get everything, but. I'm not super rushed, um, but I do know for a fact that, um, well, I bought the Battalion level, which is the same thing that Jeff bought. So right now, the bonuses that me and Jeff are getting are a Visigoth aircraft fighter, mm-hmm. um, an Aerodyne light horse uh, poster with, uh, that's been supersized with vehicle recognition poster on the back. Um, uh, McCarran's armored cavalry with Lexington combat group poster and supersized. Uh, Hor- uh, Northwind Highlanders with Tau- uh, 21st Tau City Lancers. These are these are famous mercenary units from Battletech. Three mercenary salvage boxes, which you can make, ironically, into Visigoth fighter packs or into Shaolan fighter packs, so you can get aircraft if you want, or you just get more of the mercenary stuff, which um Let's we're also get, we're getting standard we can get the choice between standard or limited edition uh mercenary box set which i don't know about um we're getting uh sun Tzu's art of war translated physical copy mm-hmm. uh we're getting one force pack of our choice we're getting the map packs uh well we're getting the map packs for savannah i want to get the map pack map packs for city as well um, yeah. I'm hoping they'll do Alpine eventually, but I have to. So we I, get I'm... one bonus force pack. We get six normally. We get six force packs, force packs of your choice, plus the mercenary box, yep. plus a challenge coin, plus a four-inch Timberwolf. Yep, which, which I'm like, I don't need another one of those. You, you um, need five. You need all of them. I've got more than, than enough at this point. Um, but uh, what makes it really funny for me is all the other digital downloads. Well, I'm not even talking about the digital download stuff. Um, too many but uh currently we're waiting to get to five million and the reason why i've got to kind of get to five million is that gives us uh an additional uh it gives us a uh, battalion backers receive up to two free additional uh force pack choices we just got the f- uh the four million which gives us the rifle and command lances mm-hmm. uh which is the, the battlefield support ones which includes the heads of wheeled assault vehicle the bulldog medium tank the Sturmführer heavy tank and the von Lucken heavy tank which is all of which I'm like, I love those. I'm all for that. Um, oh, God. Um, right now, the only things that we've got, like, kind of waiting on us now are city uh, city packs, uh, city map pack, which is the thing I really, really, really want. Um, <laughs> and 
yeah. Uh, this has just been just like the Kickstarter has been a massive success. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of excited. It's I okay. I've been saying for a while, like, okay, I'm gonna go all in. I'm gonna go all in. All in's five grand. You didn't so, couldn't go. Well, you by the time you say that you'd order something, you couldn't go all in. Yeah. I so I went two seventy five, and then I added in four force packs. So you're getting nine. You're getting eleven force packs as of right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and depending upon which force packs you get, you also get a mercenary salvage uh, salvage box as well. Yeah. Uh, so like a good example, if you get inner sphere stuff, like the inner mm. sphere lances, you get salvage boxes as well. That makes sense. To make up for the fact that you get one mech less than the clans. Yeah. That's the entire reason why they're doing it. I'm like, oh, that's 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 pretty nice. Good on you, Catalyst. Because yeah. um, my initial plan was I was just going to get all of the... I was just going to get all the vehicles and I was going to pick and choose. Like, I was going to go with um, the uh, all the vehicle packs, which I think I, there are four. And then I was going to get the clan cavalry and then uh, all of the inner spheres. Stuff. Right now, there are as follows four packs because they've actually updated this on the, on the website uh you've got one two three four four and technically five now five vehicle packs you've got one two two clan packs one two three four five six seven eight eight packs um mm-hmm. for oh no sorry you got f- uh six packs for inner sphere lances and You've also got two legendary pox sets, which one is just like I'm like I don't know how I feel about that one because it's the the bounty hunter uh, force pack, mm-hmm. um, but there's another one which I can't I gotta find the picture of, which it looks like it comes with a charger, a devastator, a um, cataphract, a marauder, and I think a tank. Yes. Um, which. I'm actually like really all all hyped for, in all honesty. Um, the uh, really interesting thing, though, is that I'm getting a uh, we're getting the art of the art of war by Sun Tzu, edited by Jamie Wolf. Which, for those who don't know, Jamie Wolf is an in-world character for BattleTech, yes. who's like one of the like famous military commanders for the mercenaries. Um, so we're just getting Sun Tzu's Art of War edited by Jamie Wolf. It's kind of funny. Um, I, yeah. oh God, like I'm, I'm actually kind of happy how that's going. Um, each vehicle pack has, well, four out of, uh, four out of the five vehicle packs have eight vehicles in it. One of them only comes with four. Yes. Um, and that's the battlefield support objective, which I'm a little sad about. Um, I was kind of hoping they were going to do four of each um i am happy about the one that i kind of got a little bit surprised by which was uh the battlefield uh battle and fire uh battlefield support battle and fire which comes with two manticores two vendetta uh vendetta medium tanks lrm carriers and srm carriers and the each tank also comes with an alternative turret for the srm uh, for the srm and lrms so you can make four of one or four uh four of the other or two and two or however many you want to do it which i'm like that's pretty good that's the way they should have done it um i'm hoping that one of the force packs that we're going to get is hopefully going to include like the rommel and Patton, because we've already seen the redesign for that and i'm actually like kind of hoping that we get that yeah that would be um, cool 
But to I don't be know fair, they they are the same tank. <laughs> they are the same tank, but they've got slightly different turrets, which mm-hmm. is the thing that I think figured that they play up with. Um, one of the packs I'm definitely getting in my my set is uh, Inner Sphere Battle Armor, uh, just because I really want to see what the infantry's like. Um, do you really? Pro- do you really want the Inner Sphere Battle Armor? Yeah, I actually really do. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna go with all. I'm probably gonna mainly go with Inner Sphere lances for my Kickstarter thing. Because there's one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting six, mm-hmm. I think you said five, it was. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, yeah, you eleven, get six more specs. twelve. So I'll 13. get Well, there's thirteen in total. Technically yeah. well, you don't count the, the bounty hunter and the legendary warrior stuff. Um yeah. those are a little bit separate. Um but You've got your vehicles and you've got your inner sphere stuff. So I'm probably going to do just inner sphere lances primarily. Mm-hmm. And then probably, hopefully we get to 5 million. That way I could get to an additional two so I can get eight instead of seven. See, I was um, going to go with, I was going to skip out on the, the battle armor pack. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm sitting there kind of thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, it, it uh, like legit, uh, like they've reached all their goals within like 24 hours and like not even 24 hours, within four Josh, hours. Josh, you have to, you have to donate. You have to do the big cojones one. Okay. You gotta, you he gotta can't. join it. Josh, he you legit have legit can't. Josh, you have to pledge $500. No, 500 USD, by the way. 500 USD, Josh. No. Are you sure? Yes. Josh. Yes. Josh, think about think about think about me in this situation, okay? You're thinking about yourself here. Think about me and Alan. No, no, don't 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 even revol- <laughs> don't even get me involved in this. And you gotta realize, like, I'm considering bumping up to 500 level tier. You know, I am too, but like at the same time, I'm also like, uh, no. I still have two it's- other Kickstarters I'm waiting for. We're not getting these till t- uh, June 2024. So. Yeah, no. Um. And like, we're still I, waiting on we're still waiting on other box sets to come out too, and I'm a little upset about that. We're waiting on all of the actual mercenary packs that they they made exclusive. Yes. Uh, we won't be getting those till September, I think. Yeah. What? Um. But yeah, no, I'm actually like really excited. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I'm a little upset that they didn't like they've got all the packs up on the wall there except for the mercenary uh the legendary pack two, which yeah. I can't I don't know what's in it I don't know what's in it I know there's a vehicle I know there's four mechs in it so there's five things in it and I so I don't know what's in it but uh as of right now I'm hoping for maybe two more packs to be announced and revealed one being Comstar and one being another like Lance of Intersphere stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the Comstar stuff, you could probably get things like the Bombardier. Um, the Inner Sphere one has to include things like the Hanamoto Chi, the fucking Mauler. Um, I don't know, like a couple other like weird mechs that like aren't really talked about. We're yeah. we're missing we're missing a couple thirty thirty nine mechs right now. Yeah, not many, could... just a few. Yeah, could be worse. Could be worse could be worse uh, um and one other thing i'm gonna really quickly touch on today is um i linked it to zip is that at long last uh, after ten thousand years i awakened from my slumber to a uh, fox in space finally releasing episode two how dare you 
Uh, it was actually pretty fun. Um, I am going to suggest you guys watch it, and we'll, we can talk about it next week a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the thing I wanted. That's the thing I was like, we're not doing podcast right now. I was legit sitting down when you were hey, let's do the podcast right now. I was like, I'm not, I'm watching something. I'm not doing anything right now. How dare you? I have, um, I have to say, uh, it's 40 minutes. It's yes. Why is it 40 fucking minutes? Because that's Cause why it took really forever. Good. That's why it took forever. And it doesn't even like relate back to episode one. It's just, it's like, it's a self-contained story. And it's so good. What? Um, yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with Fox. Oh, God. It's so good. It's really well done. Um, I do recommend it. Um, mm. I'll th- we'll talk about it next week if you guys actually want to watch. sit down and watch it later. Um, yeah. Mm. Anything cool. else? No, I think that's it. <laughs> Mike, you got anything you want to add to the show? Want to call us all pieces of garbage no, or anything no. like that? There's no, people, there's no people I've met who qualify as pieces of garbage. Uh, <laughs> that's not an opinion I hold of other people. And in any case, not and right. even in a facetious way. No, I've got nothing, nothing to add, nothing really to detract. World's yeah. a crazy place. Well, he has no battle tech. Not no, at he doesn't. all. Mike needs to come out on Thursdays. I've been trying to get Keith, his other buddy, to come play on Thursdays. So far, the brides have not worked. Battle tech is like a kind of like a. It's a tabletop game, right? Yes. Tabletop, video game, novels. It, it's kind of like 40K, but a little bit different. You like, know Mech Warrior? Yes. That's Battletech. Heard? That's Battletech. That's legit Battletech. Okay. Yeah. Mech Assault is also Battletech. Yeah, but we don't talk about Mech Assault. They're not considered canon. Okay. Okay. No, I got nothing more. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, thank you everyone for listening to the Black Mind Games podcast. All I right, appreciate okay. it. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we're done. I'm good. Right. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Mike, for joining me on this episode. You can listen to us every Thursday on blackmindgames.podbean.com. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Thank you, and have a good night. All right. Thank you.